Good evening. We are here this evening with Brother Chambers. Um, we're going to go through a few basic principles and habits of Christian life, and we're going to get started with a short interview. Welcome, Brother Chambers. Glad to be here. It's good to have you here this evening. Um, as we just mentioned, it's going to be a very short interview. Um, so, if you don't mind, we'll just go ahead and get started, if that's okay. That's fine, though I don't know the nature of the questions. If you'd have prepared me, it might have been helpful, so I'll have to answer a kind of ad hoc state as it comes. Well, we're hoping for a natural um, interview. So. I would always be natural, wouldn't I? <laughs> so, I'm going to start with my first question, and then hopefully we'll just run naturally through the, the whole, what we have in mind. Alright? So, allowing for a regular nine to five working day. Uh, I'm sure the people viewing this video would like to know what kind of habits should the child of God be taking up in that nine to five working day? In order to what? Um, well, of course, we are um, in samples or scriptures of written, re read by all men. So the person that would like to enhance their Christian life. That's who we have in mind here. So I think what you're really saying is, what habits would be helpful in the development of the Christian life and Christian character and the ability to walk in harmony with the... Yeah, that would be about right, I think. Shall I say, with the progressive purposes of God. Yeah, yeah I would say mm -hmm. so. Well... I think one of the best things would be to look back in my own experience at some of the habits that I have developed that have been helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to say how many years this goes back, but it is very many years. There is a psalm that says, and I have the Bible open at it, uh, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. I think it begins, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. I think even before getting out of bed in the morning, it's a practice that I find good to just turn your thoughts toward God. And when the psalmist said, I will direct my prayer. He was actually saying, I will set my prayers in a row. I will lay them out in order of priority. So in the quiet meditations at the beginning of the day, it is a good thing to think, what are the priorities for the day? And of course, one of the major things we have to consider is the fact that we're told in the scriptures, thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet mm. and a light unto my path. So that the lamp to our feet will show us where we are and the light to our path will show us where we need to go. So what better time to do that than first thing in the morning? Just to meditate, turn one's heart towards the Lord Try to get a picture of the things that you count priority through the day and remembering that God's priorities should be our priority 
and you don't need to search very far to consider his priorities, his command is mm. seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added on to you. So a proper perspective is to know that in all you do, mm. whatsoever you do, do all in the name of the Lord and with prayer and praise and thanksgiving. So if you seek first the kingdom of God in what you say and what you do and where you go and who you go with, mm -hmm. that is a habit that has stood me in good stead for a lot of years and I don't expect it will ever change now. So just briefly going back to the prioritizing thoughts or meditations for the day, um, maybe the average person wouldn't necessarily understand how to prioritize. Is it in order of urgency or what the person believes would be most important with God or I don't know the most important things of the day or the biggest thing of the day what would you how would you personally prioritize or what well, would you urge the the listener to to prioritize in what order I would once again say begin at the right place and the right place is to seek first the kingdom of God in everything you do mm -hmm. Uh, remembering that as a rule people will eat every day yeah they have to have food and uh, I know sometimes people go into prayer and fasting and they do without food for a while but as a rule there is a natural need for daily intake of food mm -hmm. but that reminds us of the fact that when Jesus was in the wilderness of Judea and after being without food for 40 days, at the end of that, he really was hungry. His body was crying out for food. Mm. And, of course, the enemy came and suggested in one way or another to his mind that you are the Son of God, so you can turn these stones into bread. And the answer of Christ to the enemy or to whatever thoughts were flooding through his mind at the time, we're not going to debate at this minute about how the devil appeared to him in bodily form or whatever. We do know that the answer of Christ to the thoughts and to the temptation was, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Mm. So I think one of the priorities to begin the day is to know that as you need your breakfast you need some breakfast from the good word of God and that can simply mean a meditation on the word not necessarily turning over page after page of scripture but a meditation on the word because in the psalm I just referred to it said give ear to my meditation mm. the meditation was the source of the words that the psalmist would speak. So when he said, my voice shalt thou hear, he was speaking from meditation. That's why I say a great thing at the beginning of the day, especially if you wake up very, very early, a great thing is to turn your meditation to the word of God. Look at your natural responsibilities mm -hmm. that you're going to have to fulfill in the day. You may be in a factory through the day, you may be in an office, you can be in any occupation at all and there will be priorities throughout that day for example you'll want physical strength mm. for that day to face 
whatever job you're doing, whether it's heavy lifting or heavy manual labor, so you'll want physical strength. And then, of course, it's a terrible thing if your mind bogs down, so you will want mental stability, mm -hmm. so that you are not actually uh, alternating from one extremity to another, so you'll want mental stability. And, of course, the underpin of everything is spiritual strength. Mm -hmm. So that is a priority for the day. Mm -hmm. Even in your natural, normal demands of work, you have to do all. Whatsoever you do, the scripture says, do all in the name of the Lord. So I don't agree with the idea that you separate what people call secular from spiritual. No. If we are Christians, mm -hmm. it is my opinion that we should be Christians 24-7. Mm -hmm. I agree. So that... Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, following that frame of thinking, um, you mentioned about, uh, of course, lining things up, prioritizing, and the meditations. So, I'm not saying that um, some people say, for example, read the daily bread each day or each morning, and they maybe pull it out of the little box thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, to my thinking, it's a bit random. So, I was wondering, uh, are there any passages in particular that you would recommend, not necessarily for every day like a ritual, but especially for the young person or the, the person, the Christian that's trying to grow further and further, are there any passages, perhaps even books, that you recommend in particular to kind of set them on their way, not necessarily even on a daily basis, more like as a course of action of study or, or, or of meditation, what would you recommend? Well, one, I would go back to what you just said about random. It is not always random selection of scriptures. Mm. There are some people who have daily readings from different organizations, and some Bibles come with uh, meditations throughout uh, to cover the whole year. Uh, so it's not always random selection, mm. but it is a bit regimented if you're just following the thought that someone else is directing mm -hmm. all the time. I think there needs to be a, a focus on your own needs and aspirations mm -hmm. so that by a general reading of Scripture, and not uh, a narrow focus, but by a general reading of Scripture, uh, you will actually find verses of scripture that apply to your particular needs and the more you read of the word of God the better it is mm. you have to remember that what uh, Joshua was commanded is also applicable to us he mm. said God said to him on his commission to go into uh, Canaan for the uh, conquest shall we say mm -hmm. of Canaan uh, God told him, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein yeah. day and night. So not only is it a good thing to start your day by thinking about Scripture, but it's a very good thing to end your day by a meditation in the night. Mm -hmm. And you're giving the Holy Spirit the opportunity to affect your mind and consequently your actions by a nightly focus 
and early morning focus on the scripture and from the general reading of scripture mm-hmm. you will find things that will apply to, to your, your specific needs to your specific needs because if you take for example the gospels and you begin to read uh, consecutively what ha- went on mm. in sequence in the ministry of Christ you will find that as you follow him mm. in the gospels on the different presentations by Matthew, Mark, Luke and John you will find different aspects of the nature and the character of Christ will come forth because remember he was the scripture says tempted in all points mm. like as we so therefore you will see in his life as he progressively uh, went throughout the day he would have focused on things and he would have fulfilled ministry the same as one would fulfill their daily demands of job mm-hmm. and that brings you back to what he himself did it says a great while before day he rose to pray and went into a solitary mm-hmm. place to pray and if you study it carefully you'll find that after those early sessions of serious prayer big decisions were made later in the day mm-hmm. and things happened and um, therefore I commend a general reading of the scripture and in particular a focus on the life of Christ as presented in the Gospels. Commentaries are good and what people say about things is good but the best foundation mm. is to go to the book itself and see what God says in his own word and let the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit speak to you from the word of God. That's what I recommend to any young believer. Begin his day and if he can then end his day with the same kind of meditation on the word of God mm-hmm. and a general uh, concept will develop mm-hmm. where you, you get a, a familiarity with something of the progressive purposes of God because after all God is a God of order mm-hmm. and even your meditations have to be done decently and in order and your pursuance of the Christian life throughout the day you're going to have opportunities as well as challenges mm-hmm. redeem the opportunities and be strengthened to face the challenges mm. and come to the point where in all things you're more than conqueror through him that loved you mm. But, of course, following the life of Christ is an indicator of what life is like. Because he was tempted in all points, like as we, and the disciples had to learn the same thing. So you can follow your meditations on Jesus and his lifestyle by going after the apostles and see what their lifestyle Mm. was. So you would, um, essentially, you would recommend early morning, if possible, early morning prayer and meditation if possible you say if possible and with that I'd like to emphasize the fact that uh, if it's possible to wake up in the morning mm-hmm. then it is possible it's true to meditate so you just turn your thoughts the right way and just wake up maybe a bit earlier well I don't know but the fact is that if you wake in the morning and you turn your thoughts that direction mm. you're getting the right start to the day I read no, I don't, didn't read. I heard somewhere that um, the best way to increase memory, generally speaking, is to actually memorize scripture. Now, of course, as Christians, we can 
say, well, that's part of God's plan to, to help you memorize scripture anyway. Um, but by your response a little while ago, um, the more that we have read and have a general understanding of the scripture, then um, the more we are able to refer to our own mem memory of where the scriptures are located, that's that one applies. Of the, that's one yeah. of the reasons for the meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could just read the Bible through and come out of it with very little. Yeah. But when you take and you're reading, you meditate. Mm -hmm. I find it helpful often that when I read at any portion of scripture on any subject, I find it very helpful to uh, just stop and think about the verse or the verses you've just read mm -hmm. and uh, meditate on them for a moment think about them and uh, as you do that something will happen a good idea actually is to just put a little note at the verse in your bible my bible in places is so heavily marked it's hard to actually see the verses <laughs> themselves so uh, that's Meditation is a secret, mm. and uh, not just reading like you're reading a novel or something, but read and stop and meditate. Uh, God's men in Old Testament times proved that this was a way mm -hmm. to go forward because by meditation you're creating a situation where you will remember. Mm. And if the Holy Spirit is speaking to anyone through any verse or verses of Scripture, then uh, by meditation on that, mm. the Spirit will bring to memory those things that uh, perhaps affected you a week ago. Mm. One of the things, it's kind of related because of meditation, uh, that I personally like is uh, that the Scriptures stand up to grammatical scrutiny. For example, if you look at um, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, etc. We can bash through the verse and miss what was for me, um, even though it's a small thing maybe, it's still a nugget for me. If you replace the word for with because, which is just changing a word to highlight a word, it, because God loved the world, etc., etc., and it, it, I find it a, a nice thing that the verses, all verses, are able to be are able to withstand scrutiny, even from an English grammar yes, point of, of view. Course. And it re to me, it, I mean, I don't know if you have a comment on this, but um, it reveals further uh, revelation or information, however you want to put it. Um, when you really look at each word in its place in each verse, um, personally, I think is a brilliant thing. Um, I've been very fortunate to even get one verse is just enough. But you must have come across this in your own study. Well, I approach the scriptures from the understanding that all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Mm. Now, some people question whether every single word is inspired. But when the scripture says all scripture is given by inspiration of God, that is to say that everything that is recorded mm -hmm. is inspired in its recording. 
because there are many things that you could debate in regard to the scriptures. Mm -hmm. But you start from the understanding that God watches over his word. So what is there, is there because the Almighty Mm. God wants it to be there. He wants it to be there. Yeah. And in relation to uh, John 3.16, you mentioned you can rattle through that. Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, you can. You can just go, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But, but it, it's, uh, it's better to stop this meditation idea. You know, remember, mm. uh, for God. This is who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. God. What God? The God who made the heaven and the earth, mm-hmm. the sea, and all that is in them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, take a note. It's God who is doing the loving. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world. Well, you can have a nice uh, preachy message on that. God is the greatest person. Mm-hmm. And the world is the greatest company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he gave his only begotten son, that is the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is why I uh, encourage a meditation rather than just reading and rattling on through the scriptures. You know, there are people who have read the Bible through a whole lot of times, <laughs> and, and they just read it through. But it's more to it than that. The Bible is not something to just be admired or just talked about. It is something to be obeyed. Mm-hmm. And you should look for things in the scripture that you are able to fulfill. And that is why I believe that it's better to stop occasionally in your reading and meditate on what you've read. And if possible, when you go out and about doing the things that are normally demanded of you, you still further think about those verses and those scriptures. Mm. And as you think about them, they'll open up further to you. And you will see uh, opportunities for applying that truth. So I don't know if that answers your your question or not. No, Uh, I think it does really. only in so much it was a it was a nice observance for me, and to kind of bear it out in a in a better explanation, which of course is that all scripture is well, given. Well, I'm told by the translators that the Bible is so wonderful above all the books that uh, no matter what language it is translated into, it still carries the power that is in it. Mm. It's a bit unique in that. And as far, well, it's not just a bit unique, it is unique in that, because yeah. all other books lose something by translation, but it is possible when uh, accurately translated to still carry the same power mm-hmm. as the original writings. Uh, the, the, the Bible, I believe, is the inspired and infallible Word of God. You can depend on it. Mm. Uh, these people come along and they talk about, oh, it contradicts itself. There are what appears to be contradictions in the scriptures. Yeah. I call them uh, apparent uh, contradictions. contradictions. Mm-hmm. But when they are looked at closely and taken uh, in context, then you see they don't contradict themselves. It's, it's in fact man's lack of understanding in what the scripture mm-hmm. meant. Uh, I suppose I could give you an example of that. Uh, one of them is where the Lord Jesus took from Isaiah when he declared his declaration of purpose. You remember in uh, Luke chapter 4, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. He has anointed me. He has sent me to preach. And uh, in Isaiah, the reading says, uh, To proclaim 
to the acceptable year of the Lord yeah. on the day of vengeance of our God. Mm -hmm. But when Christ read it in the New Testament at the synagogue, he said the acceptable year of the Lord, and he closed the book there. He didn't go on from that. Uh -huh. Because, you see, uh, the day of vengeance was, was later not coming. It was coming later. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, looking at it in the original uh, Isaiah format, you would think, on the day of vengeance of our God, mm. you wouldn't see any space there, but there's a big space there. Again, bashing through the, the scripture itself. It's not a good idea to just rattle through the scriptures and not stop to meditate and think about what you are reading mm. and, and try to get the real meaning. Because after all, the Bible is the expression of the heart of God. Mm -hmm. This is God's letter to us. In this book, he has expressed his heart, and it's it's uh, more precious than any love letter sent from any one to another person. Mm -hmm. It is God's love letter to us. It is more than that. It is a revelation of his purpose. Don't just look in the Bible for God to show you himself in the Bible, but the Bible will show you your own self. Mm -hmm. So that it reveals man to man, it reveals God to man, and it also shows the purpose of God right into the ages to come. You mentioned a short while ago about um, obeying the scripture. Yes. Um, what kind of recommendations, of course, read the scripture, pray, meditate. But, meditate, but yeah. what recommendations would you, I mean, maybe that those are your recommendations, who knows, but the, the, for the growing Christian who is seeking the entrance into their ministry, not necessarily preaching, just their daily, regular, ongoing life, even at work, whatever it is for that person, most people get to, hopefully get to a point where they appreciate that they are to have their outgoing ministry and what would you um recommend for those people in the obeying the word no just generally what would what would you recommend for them to make their start to get going on the track that they are supposed to be going in the will of god for their life i suppose if you want to begin in the right place when it comes to finding the will of god for one's life and pursuing the will of god it's very simple to start with Mm -hmm. because the scriptures themselves tell us this is the will of God for you, even your sanctification. Okay. So you can do uh, a daily sanctification when you're thinking in the morning, mm -hmm. will I direct my prayer unto you? So you sanctify the day, mm -hmm. and you sanctify yourself, and you sanctify the time, so that that's the starter for the will of God. You cannot expect... God to come down and give you a great revelation of your will for him if you don't actually take the time to lay yourself mm -hmm. on the altar for the Lord. You, daily. You, of course. Of yeah. course, daily. Daily, daily. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily mm -hmm. and follow me. So it is a daily thing. It's a, it's a, what I have a message I preach sometimes, it is primary commitment mm -hmm. and uh, progressive 
commitment, which in the end will lead to perpetual commitment, because in the ages to come we're going to reign with Christ, and that'll be perpetual sanctification, and uh, all sorrow will be wiped away. And so the person who is trying to find their ministry outgoing will, I guess for want of a better expression, will stumble upon it after or in the, in the, in the, while they're doing their daily supplication and sanctification, they will find their, uh, their ministry. I, I question the use of stumble upon it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, primarily, if we sanctify unto the Lord mm. our time, our talent, all that we have, because after all, you know, any talents we have is him gave them. Yeah. And any resources we have by way of material things, it is him who has given it. Mm -hmm. And the very health and strength we have, it is him who has given. Mm -hmm. So really, he's the one you bring it to. You know, even the psalmist, when he made the offering, he came with the offering and said, Lord, mm -hmm. it was yours to begin with, it wasn't ours and you gave it to us, mm -hmm. so we're only giving back of your own. Yeah. So, uh, unless you're prepared to, uh, as it were, dedicate yourself to the purposes of God on a daily basis, then you, you need not expect to find the will of God for your life in any positive, comprehensive way. Mm. But it is a progressive unfolding, and unless you keep those first links of dedication to the purposes of God, when you're going along in the program, then you will find that you will get a whole uh, realization of where you should be going. Now, it opened up a whole new subject, you see, what I have just said, because in God's leading of men and women into his progressive purposes and into the what we call the call of God for their lives, there have to be witnesses that have to be taken in harmony with each other. For example, there is the, the inner witness of the heart, just mm. what you feel and what you're inclined to. There is what I call the providential indications where circumstances will evolve that will correspond with what you have in your heart. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's the final thing, the Word of God itself. The, the, the Holy Spirit and the will of God will never lead you to do things that are contrary to the word of God. Mm. So in the end, we come back to where we started, which is daily meditation. Yes, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. The psalmist had the meditations. Mm. Joshua was told to do the meditations, and that is where we should be meditate in the word day and night observe to do what is written therein mm. then thou shalt have good success he said to joshua thou shalt make thy way prosperous and no man should be able to stand before you all the days of your life so it's a good thing to aim on don't you think yeah and that's where we conclude for this interview thank you for watching uh, hopefully we'll have another one soon bye thank you <laughs>